Welcome to Caring on the Go, your exclusive access to the latest news and commentary from the current issue of Caring for the Ages, the official newspaper of AMDA, the Society for Post-Acute and Long-Term Care Medicine. Statements made by guests on this podcast are their own opinions and are not necessarily the positions of the society. A speaker's appearance on the program does not imply an endorsement of them, their views, or any entity they represent. This podcast is eligible for ABPLM pre-approved certified medical director credits. Details will be provided at the end of this podcast. And now here's our host of Caring on the Go, Dr. Carl Steinberg. Hello, and welcome to this very special edition of Caring on the Go. We are actually live at the AMDA Annual Conference in Tampa, and we have uh, actual humans that we're looking at. We're all fully clothed, and... uh, it's my pleasure to welcome not only our, our regular guest and fearless editor-in-chief, Beth Gallick, but also today we have the honor and privilege of having our managing editor, Tess Bird. And uh, I'm going to ask them to say a little something about themselves in a moment. Um, I'm Carl Steinberg, and I was, uh, I'm now considered editor emeritus of Caring for the Ages, but I had literally the honor of Uh, being editor-in-chief for 10 years. And um, I have to say, um, Beth and Tess, you have done a fabulous job in, uh, uh, you know, bringing caring up to even a higher level. And so thank you for that. So let's see, uh, Beth, go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi, everybody. I'm Beth Gallick. I'm a nurse practitioner and a professor at the University of Maryland School of Nursing. And um, I've been an AMDA member for 17 years. Wow. Can you believe that? Wow. So you started when you were, what, like 14? No, 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 trust me. But I, w- I was in the doctoral program at University of Maryland working with Barb Resnick when I started. I just was, I, I calculated it today because it came up, you know, it said member since, and I did the subtraction. I was like, oh my God, 17 yeah, I won't years. even say how many years <laughs> I've been coming here. It's, that's really embarrassing. But I do want to say that this conference has been so rejuvenating for me. Tess saw me the first day. I was a little grumpy, and every day I get a little happier. And so this is this is great fun, and um, have so enjoyed doing the podcast with you, Carl. Well, the feeling's mutual. And Tess, how about, can you tell our listeners a little something about you? Because I, they, I think they know who you are, but they've never heard your voice, and they probably don't know that much about you. Yeah, that's probably true. I'm I'm the behind the scenes person. <laughs> As the managing editor, I run the day to day, you know, aspects of caring. But um, I actually I've been an editor and a writing coach for over 15 years, so it's been a really long time. But I also uh, am a medical anthropologist by training. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so I, this is perfect for me because it's a combo of medicine and and editing. So it's been really a great pleasure to work with everyone. Yeah, and sometimes uh, working in a nursing home it seems like it has a bit of an anthropological vibe. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Um, well, great. So today we're going to be talking not about a specific issue of caring for the ages, but we're going to be talking about sort of uh, what's been happening, what's going to happen, and and your vision. Uh, So I think maybe we'll start off with uh, some of the top articles from 2022. And we've got uh, our analytics from Elsevier, how many people have uh, uh, opened the articles and so on. So uh, 
Beth, can you enlighten us as to some of that? Yes, I was excited because yesterday I was able to present um, the winner of the Carrie Cowles Award for the most downloaded article in 2022. It's entitled The Long and Winding Road, um, Life Care Center, Kirkland's Journey for Justice. And um, attorney Alan Horowitz is our author. He's a, a regular columnist for us uh, on legal issues. And I have to tell you, his articles are are highly downloaded. Everybody seems to enjoy them because he not only had the top one, but he had the second one as well. Uh, so his other article, Medication Errors and Homicide, When Law and Medicine Collide, is an another interesting article. If you haven't gotten a chance to read it, um, it it's great. I didn't go he Alan is wonderful because he has a background as a nurse and a background in long-term care, and then he became an attorney. And so he really brings unique perspectives to the articles. Right, and Alan also was a, was a, a, a he worked for CMS for a while too, and then he came, came to uh, defend healthcare facilities. So going from, I guess, what most of us here would say, the dark side to the to the light side. And uh, for any of our listeners who, who may not have uh, been reading Caring for a lot of years, Carrie Coles was Tess's predecessor as managing editor uh, of Caring for the Ages. And she was a wonderful person, wonderful editor, uh, and unfortunately died of cancer some years ago. So we did uh, name this award uh, in honor of Carrie. And this is the first time that we presented it at the conference, so that was an extra special treat. Yep, and I'm glad Alan was the one to get it. He's, he's really a great guy and uh, has been such a valuable contributor and member to, uh, to AMDA and to Caring over the years. So, great. So what else do you have for top articles? So um, the other top articles were The Honest Truth, CNAs Speak Out on Workforce Issues. This was done by one of our medical reporters, Joanne Caldi, um, where she w interviewed multiple CNAs and people who work with CNAs. And, you know, today I was in a session and workforce obviously is still on people's minds, thinking about how to not only to attract staff, but how to retain them. And then um, last but not least, another hot topic, uh, medical cannibal. Ca oh, I can't even say it. <laughs> and I didn't have any, I promise. <laughs> Cannabinoids, uh, what clinicians in long-term care should know. That's by Alexandria Hill. Um, that was another uh, top article, and I think we're planning a follow-up. I think it's coming out in April, yeah. Yep. Thank you, Tess. Yeah. You have a better memory about that than I do. <laughs> uh, that's why she's managing, managing editor, right? Yes, thank and, goodness. Uh, <laughs> I just want to give a shout out to Joanne Caldy. She's a remarkable senior editor who's worked with us for, I, I would also so not want to say the number of years, uh, but a lot of years. And uh, uh, she's right here in the room with us, actually. So uh, <laughs> it's nice. There's lots of cool people around today. Um, and uh, well, thank you for that. And then uh, we I noticed that you've been doing a lot more of these sort of special interest or special topic issues, which I've enjoyed covering uh, on the podcast. Can you say a little bit about some of the ones that uh, that you all like this year? Sure. Every year we pick three, um, and plus we have our uh, annual conference issue, which is another special issue as well. And in 2022, um, one of them um, that was, uh, we had a guest editor for that one, Paige Hector, who unfortunately couldn't be with us today. 
but she did a wonderful job um, coordinating some authors that we hadn't heard of before in the fields of psychology, social work, um, and it was in trauma-informed care. And the focus of the issue was empathy in trauma-informed care. Yeah, that was a great issue. Yeah, and I'm sorry Paige couldn't join us today. We'll make sure when we reconvene next year that uh, we fit this into her schedule Absolutely. Too. And then another issue um, really addressed workforce because that has been since COVID and even before and just remains a, uh, a you know, a top topic that people want to hear about. And um, topics that were discussed in that issue include burnout, work satisfaction, uh, safety, and, you know, again, back to that recruitment and retention of staff. And trying to um, hear from CNAs about some of the unique challenges that they face and, and really getting things from their perspective. And Tess is gonna talk about our last special issue from last year, from the fall. Yes, the October issue, which was our diversity, equity, and inclusion issue. And I was particularly excited about this one. Um, and we, we ended up covering such a wide range of issues. I was so so excited how it came out. I think we, we got a, a huge diversity of subjects and, and representation. Um, so we covered racial disparities in long-term care. We had a great article on the unique needs of Native Americans, which I think is the first time we've covered this in Caring. So yeah, that As far as really, back as I can remember, I don't yeah. remember an article about that population. Yeah, yeah and that was uh, just great and great to reach out to these uh, tribal nursing homes and, and learn more about, about the definite challenges they face on so many levels. And then LGBTQ plus experiences in nursing homes and how staff can be more supportive and make these nursing homes more inclusive, which is important for everything. Yeah. <laughs> and then, we had an article on homelessness and palliative care, which was someone Beth had, had put us in touch with who does interesting work. Do you want to say yeah, something Yeah, it's one, about one of the, uh, Hannah Murphy Buck uh, is one of the uh, faculty that I work with who's um, going to be finishing her dissertation in 2023. And this work was directly related to um, uh, having uh, individuals experiencing homelessness have access to palliative care when that time arises. Yeah, that's super important. I mean, unhoused people often uh, suffer needlessly uh, when they're nearing the end of life because they simply don't they don't access the system, and there's no easy way to get the care to them. So a very important article. Thank you for covering all that. And I love that the, uh, DEI is going to be a regular recurring theme in our issues. And I, it's just one, one more way that AMDA has uh, really kind of baked DEI into everything we do, and not just, not just lip service, but actually doing it. So I, I'm uh, glad to, to be part of that. I'm glad that caring is part of that. So, um, and I'd like to remind our listeners that uh, Caring for the Ages, uh, unlike many sort of traditional medical journals, including our counterpart, JAMDA, it's always available online, free, without a paywall. You can access any article. And although I'm biased, I have to say that over the many years, since, since the 1990s that I've been a, a nursing home doctor, um, it's the one thing that I pretty much read cover to cover every month or every issue. So I, I'm sure that there are people among our listeners who, who share that. Um, so um, great, well that uh, tells us where we've been in 2022. Now let's talk about where we're going in 2023. 
Yeah, so this year we uh, we actually, you know, we tend, we want to do a, a variety of clinical and social topics each year. And I think last year we decided we needed, we needed to balance out last year with more clinical topics this year. So we started with one on pain and pain assessment and management in March. That's out now online. Yes, I think our podcast on that is out too. It, it <laughs> is. And I've been sharing it on LinkedIn and lots of other places so we've we've gotten a lot of um reads i think good yes. everybody should uh, go to that one and make sure you download it don't just listen to it because that makes our numbers look better <laughs> uh what else so we'll also have one on sexual expression in post-acute and long-term care will there be photos <laughs> sorry i couldn't uh, help prob that. probably not okay <laughs> <laughs> we are very excited about this one. And then um, we have one on diabetes and the interdisciplinary team. And part of why we chose that one was we wanted to do a clinical topic, but also have an, an issue where we really focused on the interdisciplinary team and how we collaborate. That's great. Diabetes is such a... It's, yeah. the, perfect, it's the perfect one to do that because you have dietary, rehabilitation, medicine, nursing, it's just social work. It, it, it mm -hmm. touches everyone and we all need to work together to provide the, the optimal care for our patients and residents. Yeah, all that. Well, good. So it's, tell, tell me some more about the vision for the future for caring, other places that will be growing or changing. And obviously we now have dear Dr. Steve, uh, uh, you know, since, uh, uh, dear Dr. Jeff, uh, retired from writing his column, and uh, Steve Levinson always does a, a great job of uh, putting it all down, and uh, he's got an unbelievable uh, sort of recall and institutional memory, and uh, and so that's that's been great. So what else do you have? So, so actually, um, Dear Dr. Steve is going to retire from Dear Dr. Steve. Oh. And, but keep writing for caring, but he's going to move back to his true love, which is regulation. <laughs> yes, well, you know, it's a dirty job, but somebody's got to yeah. do it, and uh, Steve's the and, perfect guy. And and Steve and I, um, a few years ago, my daughter was in law school, and she wrote for um, the regulatory review with her law school, and was on the editorial board related to that, and oh. loved it. And so that was the kind of the beginning of Steve's and my uh collaboration wow. because we um I, I i'm personally i'm not a big fan of regulation <laughs> but the two of them are and um so we we shared some interesting conversations about that and yeah. so steve's going to keep us up to date with that and wow. we're going to have dear dr diane um move in and do our clinical management advice column wow. and uh, we she has her first one that came out in our pain issue. Um, and so please go ahead and check that out. She talked about assessment of pain, deep prescribing, and then her, her third kind of point was addressing racial disparities in pain management. Yeah. So it, it's a, it was a great um, maiden voyage for our dear Dr. Diane. Yeah, Diane Sanders Cepeda is a rock star, so yep. I'm, I'm very happy to hear that she'll be a regular contributor. And we should say that her article on racial disparities in our DI issue is also one of our top downloads, so. Yeah, yep. yeah. I'm not surprised. And um, we're also, um, we've been working in conjunction with the Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion uh, Council, 
and they have been regularly submitting uh, columns to Caring. And our, probably our greatest contributor uh, has been uh, Dr. Fatima Nakfi. So a little shout out to her, uh, and thanks for all her our wonderful perspectives. She's a wonderful storyteller. She is, uh, particularly about her patients. Yeah, Fatima's a good poetess too. Yes. So maybe she'll uh, put in some poetry from time to time. And actually, so is Jerry Winokur. Yeah, uh, he's oh, yeah. really yeah. A, he, has some wonderful poems. He is, and so the tried and true things like Dr. Winokur's article, those those things will continue. Our other new columns, we're going to have representation from state chapters. Um, and uh, that's going to be coming out shortly. So if you're doing something really fun or cool or interesting or innovative in your state chapter, please reach out to us. Um, if you all want to write something about it, we appreciate that. But if you're really busy and we can even offer a reporter led uh, stories about things that you're doing in your chapter. Yeah, if it's interesting enough. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sure there's a lot of interesting things. We, we got some articles unsolicited. One for from um, the Dakotas, I think, if I'm remembering correctly. And um, so also the, the work in California that you all did about um, the uh, certified medical director, having that person named. Yeah, great, great, what else? And then I'm gonna turn it over to um, Tess to talk a little bit about our new uh, international conversations. Mm. Yes, so we have yet to see this column come out, but <laughs> we have quite, we have a few people lined up for it. This was uh, an idea I had, um, I think in part because I I did my PhD at the University of Oxford in the UK, and I have a big international network, and I thought, wouldn't it be cool if we got more people to read Caring for the Ages from all over the world. I love your idea. <laughs> right? It's fabulous. So we're going to have a, a few really interesting things, I think. You, yeah. you recruited so, someone. And so some of my colleagues from the Netherlands um, who do a lot of long-term care research are going to uh, share an article with us and uh, some of Tessa's contacts. Also, AMDA has a, a, a wonderful group of members from Canada yes. who yes. have been very engaged and involved. And so um, we're going to be reaching out to them as well. Yes, actually, uh, uh, Dr. Andrea Moser is here, and uh, um, some of our listeners might not be aware, but uh, there will be a bylaws change tomorrow. I don't think it's going to be controversial that will allow uh, basically a Canadian chapter uh, of AMDA, and that's that's super cool. And you, you know, you mentioned the, the Netherlands, and we have Esther Hoover here from uh, Elsevier, and maybe she's got some people over there that would be she does. willing to. She oh, reached she, out to someone. Yeah. Oh, yay! All right, that's that's excellent. Yeah. Well, that's all super exciting. Yeah. Um, so let's see, uh, is there a little bit more about the IDT column? So, um, well, this, we, we want to talk about audience expansion, I think, just yeah. like, and this is, comes off of this international conversation, so right. we really want to get more readers and more online readers. Um, I think, you know, we love writing for the AMDA audience, of course, but, yeah. but we'd love. So members of the IDT, so not just, Docs and nurse practitioners and maybe right. administrators, but right. So we nurse. we we featured um, Paige Hector and I think her colleague Nancy Kuzmal um, did an article on professional social workers and I think highlighted a couple things that people didn't really didn't really know about. Yes, I we remember had, that. We had a great article on physician assistants. 
um, as well. And so just featuring other members of the IDT is important and you know, kind of getting their perspective. We also have a new column um, that focuses on advice from nursing assistants for nursing assistants. That's fantastic. Are and we working with NACA on that with Lori Porter? Or? We, we are, yeah. and Joanne Caldy's been um, helping with that article, and it's going to be it's featured four times a year. So we're really excited about about that. That's fantastic. And you know, I remember many years ago when uh, the budget was higher, and there was a lot of a lot more pharma advertising and unrestricted pharma funds, we used to send a copy of Caring for the Ages to every nursing home in the country, a, a paper copy. And so it would sometimes get passed around among the disciplines. But it would be great to, to get more readership among people who aren't, uh, you know, docs, nurse practitioners, and, right. and uh, PAs. So that brings us to our social media initiatives, <laughs> which Jess can tell you all about. Well, first of all, if you're not following us on Instagram right now, we have a live story going all throughout the yeah. conference. <laughs> yeah. By the way, if you're driving right now when you hear this, don't get out your phone and, and uh, add us. But if you're not driving, get out your dang phone. And I, I saw it. It's it's really cute. I love Instagram, so I've been having fun with it. But but we we this is new. We started in October, so we're still looking for followers. We've always had our Twitter account. And what is it? It's at. Yes, it's uh, at caring for. That's a, the letter for the ages. The numeral the four. Yeah. The yeah. number. Uh, the number four. <laughs> four is not a letter. <laughs> I am an editor. <laughs> That's okay. That's um, okay because you get the chance to to edit, right? Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> um, but we also have a LinkedIn account, which we literally just started. So we've only put one post on. But we, we think, oh. you know, I think a lot of people are moving away from Twitter. I won't say anything controversial. But uh, we, <laughs> we wanted to expand and get more social media platforms. And, and we shared um, the special issue on pain. And it, it seems to have gotten um, a, a lot of... Uh, openings and likes and people people have been sharing it so. that was on linkedin you're talking about yeah oh i'll have to i don't so, even know if i'm a so, follower yet so please follow us i'll follow it and share it yes yeah i think i got like a thousand uh linkedin followers oh that's awesome yeah. um <laughs> what else uh, social media wise uh, i i would just encourage any of our listeners when you do uh, see something that we post, if you can, uh, you know, reshare it or retweet it or whatever, uh, yeah. share on Facebook or LinkedIn, uh, that will help expand our reach. Yeah, that really helps. Anytime, like if Carl, if you share something, we end up getting so many more likes on it. So it's oh. always great when people, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> when people share. That's good positive reinforcement there. I'll, I'll try to do that uh, more often. Um, all right. Well, uh, any any final comments from Beth? And I think that then we're going to wind up with a little pitch. Yep. So I do have one. Um, Dan Himowitz and uh, Carmen Witzkin and colleagues wrote a very interesting article that Carl and I discussed in the um, podcast for, uh, for the March issue. For the March issue. Yeah. And it's on, below the fold on the front page. And it was kind of fun. I was in year in review earlier today and Dr. Angela Sanford was talking about one of the studies that they mentioned in the article. And it seemed to engage people. So if you're interested in learning more about vitamin D and whether or not it's needed in the data we have about it, um, please check out that article. It's it's been a popular one so far, even with the issue just coming out. Yeah, and, and I'll just say, uh, 
you know, for me, vitamin D is, it's not the only reason you use it to prevent fractures, right? right. So that, to me, it appears that it has some other health benefits, or at least there's an association with higher vitamin D levels and, and better health in other areas than just bone health. So I, for one, have not thrown that baby out with the bathwater yet. Right. But it's just interesting to hear the different perspectives and, Indeed. and, and you know, what we're learning more in terms of decreasing fracture risk. Yeah. And everybody said they want to hang on to it, but yeah. you know, it, so. yeah, yeah. you know, and also having edited these and looking at the studies that are, that are cited, I think it is, it's quite complex. Like they're very, it's hard to tease out. Yep. a lot from it yeah 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 well it's one of those things where uh if you have an intervention that's not likely to cause harm and it might cause some significant benefits then you know why not use it that's mm -hmm. but on the other hand we like prescribing less medication and so uh go figure and it's, the, the time it takes to administer it and for people who might have difficulty swallowing so right there are a lot of factors a lot of factors i mean basically it all has to be person-centered care and that's what caring and amda always preach and and uh you know that's what we listen to mm -hmm. so uh let's see uh tess can you wrap us up by telling our listeners a little bit about what they might do if they had something they were passionate about or that they wanted to get out to uh, the, the pretty large reach that Caring for the Ages has? Something that, not necessarily a scholarly piece, but uh, anything that the person is passionate about. How can they do that? Yeah, so our submission process is actually really, really simple. You email me. <laughs> it's so much easier than an academic journal and uh i'll say it my my email is t.bird like the animal at elsevier.com or you go to the caring <laughs> or website you can go to the website and and that's our caring website slash um call call for stories where we have all the info but we we do encourage every, anyone who's interested to email me and i often cc beth um for feedback but to just pitch us an idea if you're interested in writing for us, but also um, if you have a draft of something, we look at that. So wherever you're at in the process of wanting to write for us, you can go with that. And then, you know, I think we have a really nice editorial process where we get you get feedback from both Beth and I. I spend you know a lot of time working with writers and and helping people get their writing to a level. I think it's so important to to. Uh, reach a broader audience so that's my my focus always is how do you take complex information and make it really readable that's yeah. what i love as an editor and, so. and i appreciate you know as somebody who writes periodically i appreciate your uh your feedback on uh my submissions yeah. and uh so that's t as in test dot bird <laughs> b-i-r-d at elsevier e-l-s-e-v as in victor i-e-r dot com so please uh, send us your submissions. Yeah. Or, or send us your ideas. If there's something you want to see featured, that's that's yes, great as well. Definitely. The, the other thing to note, um, while this is not peer-reviewed, it's reviewed by both Tessa and myself, um, it is indexed, correct? Yes. So if you have... Um, trainees or people you're working with or you're just kind of getting into writing or if you really want to write for a, a clinical practicing audience caring caring maybe for you yeah and you might get a really high download 
people will read it. And then you can have a uh, <laughs> uh, a story on Instagram. Yeah. You'll get uh, social media. Yeah, maybe that's how we engage some of our younger members and, and uh, listeners. Well, that's great. I sure appreciate both of you taking the time to be part of Carrying On The Go today, this very special in-person edition in Tampa and uh, bringing us up to date on uh, what's in the works for Caring for the Ages. My favorite <laughs> newsletter uh, that it deals with post-acute and long-term care medicine. So this is Dr. Carl Steinberg wrapping things up for Caring on, Caring on the Go. Thanks, Tess, and thanks, Beth. Thanks, Carl. Yeah, thank you, Carl. If you are a physician and interested in obtaining ABPLM pre-approved certified medical director credits for certification or recertification, visit paltc.org slash podcast.